Hey guys, before we get stuck into today's episode, I want to thank the sponsor of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and that is Unify Health Supplements. Unify have the most premium, high-quality, science-backed products on the market in Australia today, and you guys can use the code TFLP to save 10% off your next order at unifyactive.com. Unify has a range of products, including whey protein isolate, plant-based protein, a pre-workout, creatine monohydrate, and their best-selling product, the Hydration Formula. So again, use that code TFLP to save 10% at unifyactive.com. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome to a solo episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. It's been a little while since I've done one of these. As always, we'll keep it short and sweet and straight to the point to add as much value as possible And the topic that I wanted to cover on today's episode is obviously around nutrition. Now, I know a lot of the audience who listen to this show are either trying to or are in the process of losing body fat. And when it comes to the important factors of dropping body fat, obviously nutrition is up there, if not the most important. Obviously, being in a negative energy balance, which is typically created through a calorie deficit and obviously our energy output from day-to-day life things along with our training and and all the rest of the incidental um, energy output, nutrition is extremely important. Now, I just had a a notification come up a few days um, on my social media of a a status, I think it was on Facebook, that I put up in, what was it, 2012, the day that I was officially qualified as a personal trainer. So it's been like 12 years now, which is wild. it's actually just insane that it's been 12 years since I I got my qualification. Um, It feels like it's just absolutely flown by. But at the same time, in that period of time, uh, I've been so fortunate to gain so much experience working with such a wide range of people on their health and fitness goals, obviously their mindset goals as well over this last 12 to 18 months, which has been incredible and and such an amazing journey. And hopefully you guys have been enjoying the content I've been sharing around mindset and personal development but my bread and butter over this last 12 years has been training so strength training and nutrition and how we can use these two tools in order to achieve a lean physique right I've been through this journey this process so many times myself whether it be competing on a bodybuilding stage or whether it literally just be trying to get in the best shape that I possibly can for summer get the rig out or whatever it may be but obviously working with clientele uh, my knowledge and experience on nutrition over the years has just continued to grow and um, I've always had a very open and growth mindset when it comes to everything in the health and fitness industry but particularly around nutrition and I've always heavily relied on what works the evidence-based nutritional protocols right like energy in versus energy out yes but at the same time, I think that there's a bit of a misconception around that. And you know, I think people kind of look at that and think that, well, you're just saying you can eat whatever the fuck you want all the time and and be healthy and achieve your physique, which is which is not exactly true, right? When it comes to body composition, yes, you, realistically, you can eat whatever the fuck you want as long as you are in a calorie deficit and still see results. But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that we should be aiming to take a majority of our calorie intake from nutrient-dense whole foods. But 
A big part of this is allowing a small percentage of our intake on a daily or weekly basis, however regular you feel like you need it, to allow for things that we enjoy most, whether that be a drink, whether it be dessert, whether it be whatever it, it is, it does not matter. We can fit these things into our calorie intake on a daily basis or weekly or however long or you know however regularly you want and see body composition results. And I think from my opinion, there's a huge misconception that in order to lose body fat, you need to be the most disciplined person out there. You need to follow a crash diet. You need to do all this crazy shit that no one else is willing to do. And the worse the experience is, the better the results are going to be. And that is just not the case. And hopefully by now, if you've consumed basically any of my content, particularly on this podcast, you know that's not the truth, right? And so the process in in theory is a fuckload easier than what everyone makes it out to be, to lose body fat, right? It's find a training style that you enjoy most, stick to it, be consistent, focus on progressive overload. If you're in a fat loss phase, try and retain strength, retain muscle. From a nutritional standpoint, whatever style of, I guess, diet you want to, we can refer to it as whatever style of diet you enjoy following, whether you know you like to follow a vegan approach, intermittent fasting, paleo, carnivore diet, um, flexible dieting, low carb, low fat, whatever it is, it doesn't really fucking make a difference, right? As long as we have our calorie intake set at a point that is going to put us in a calorie deficit and we are making sure we are reaching our minimum amount of protein on a daily basis, we're going to see results, really fucking good results. And I've continued to show that over and over again with the thousands of people I've worked with online, but at the same time on myself, like I don't talk about shit that I haven't experienced and I've had so much experience with nutrition, all of the good and all of the bad, like too much of the bad, right? And so now I've kind of sifted out all the bullshit and figured out what works and that's exactly what I do with my content, with my business is share this with as many people as I possibly can in order to make the experience as enjoyable as possible. And to help as many of you guys as I can to to live a very healthy, happy, successful lifestyle. And nutrition is obviously a massive part of that. Now, getting to like the meat, no pun intended, of what this episode's about today is when we are in a deficit for an extended period of time, you guys would have all experienced this. Our bodies are very fucking good at adapting. Okay, so let's say we're going to go through a bit of an example because I want to explain a, a very simple concept or a bit of a mindset shift that you guys can start to use to remove some of the stress and the pressure you're putting on yourselves in order to lose fat and not just seeing it as such a black and white approach. And so <clears throat> if we've got someone who's maintaining their weight at, we're going to use some big numbers, right? Maintaining their weight at 3,000 calories per day, all right? And they've decided, you know what? I'm going to go into a fat loss phase. I want to drop some fat. I want to get lean for summer whatever the the occasion is, or maybe they just want to, you know, just get a little leaner. Well, it doesn't really matter what the fucking, the whole point of the fat loss phase is, but they've decided I'm going to get lean. So the next step is to go into a calorie deficit. Now I've, I've done a lot of education, I guess you could say around not crash dieting. So you, you don't need to go from 3000 all the way down to like 2000 or, or definitely not below 2000, right? As long as we're in a calorie deficit, so anywhere between 100 to 500 calories below our maintenance intake, then that is going to create a negative energy balance, right? And the the deeper we go into a deficit, the more likely we're going to lose muscle mass, the more likely we're going to lose <clears throat> strength in the gym, which also leads to a loss of muscle mass, but also it's just going to damage our metabolism in a shorter period of time. And we'll see results fast, yes, but we'll also hit a wall very fast. And then we've, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. We've hit a bit of, plate, bit of a plateau which is not ideal. 
Okay, and so my typical you know recommendation is, as I said, hundreds to 500 calories below maintenance. For today's example, we're going to say we're going 500 calories below our maintenance intake. So we're going from 3,000 down to 2,500. So what you need to understand is, and I've explained this when it comes to calorie cycling and how this kind of plays out, but we need to stop looking at our intake as a, a 24-hour thing, like a day-to-day thing. Start looking at our intake across a span of a week. Right, so we're looking at our intake across a span of a week. So if I have removed 500 calories from my maintenance intake, I'm in a 500-calorie deficit across seven days, that is 3,500 calories, That a 3,500-calorie deficit that I am in across the week. All right? Hopefully, you guys are following along with this so far. 3,500 calories below my maintenance intake across a span of seven days. Okay, and so... <clears throat> Unfortunately for a lot of people, right, I've explained this funny analogy a number of times how when we have a day where we go off track, right, let's say we've we've blown out our calorie intake or we've had a meal in the morning that we didn't track properly and all of a sudden that's blown our intake out for the day and we finish 500 calories above our, our, our calorie target for the day. So instead of hitting 2,500, we've ended up at 3,000 again. Unfortunately, when we have this day-to-day mindset, people look at that and go, well, fuck, I've just cooked this whole thing. I'm going to have to start again next week or today's a write-off so I may as well just blow out all the way up to four or 5,000 calories, whatever it may be. But what you're not understanding is that even if I went over my intake by 500 calories today, across a span of seven days, that means I'm still in a 3,000 calorie deficit. Okay, and now we'll go a little more extreme. Let's say I've had a day where I went over by 2,000 calories. I've just had a, had a shit day. One thing's led to another and somehow I've gone over my target intake by 2,000 calories. Guess what? By the end of the week, I'm still in a 1,500 calorie deficit if I go back to normal the next day. So the analogy I talk about is if you're if you're letting one average day turn into a shit week or one meal where you didn't track it properly turn into a, a fucking blowout of a day, it's like walking out to your car in the morning, having a flat tire, and then deciding that you're going to slash the other three tires that are perfectly fine. You would not do that, but so many people do this when it comes to the nutrition and their mindset around nutrition. And so the reason I'm pointing this out and why I wanted to share this with you guys is that we have to stop looking at every day as a good or bad day. We have to stop looking at every day as being the most important day, right? And I speak all the time about really, it's so important. I literally sent out an email about this yesterday. Part of this is the mindset shift, okay? If I've said to myself, oh, I want to lose some fat, I'm giving myself 12 weeks, I'm following this exercise plan, I'm following this diet, I'm, I'm cutting out all the social events that I usually enjoy, I'm, I'm starting to revolve my lifestyle around my training and nutrition, which in my opinion, your training and nutrition should revolve around your lifestyle, the opposite way around. But if I've set myself this target and I'm following this plan, I am doing the things, I'm ticking the boxes in order to get a result, hoping that it's going to make me feel a certain way. All right? The only reason we want anything is because of how we think we'll feel when we get it. But what the, the problem with this process is that even if I achieve this goal of mine in that 12-week period, right? particularly if this is someone coming from a, a place where they've been significantly overweight initially, right? so let's say someone's quite overweight, they want to lose a lot of fat, they're following this plan. Now, 
every day in these 12 weeks all of a sudden means a lot to us, right? It's so important that every day is perfect. Every day needs to be, I need to nail my nutrition. I need to nail my, my training, everything. I need to do all of this shit to get this result. And if I get the result, then I'm going to feel confident. I'm going to feel worthy. I'm going to feel proud of myself. I'm going to feel happy, all the rest of it. But here's the problem. We're placing a significant importance around this outcome that may or may not happen. Okay. Now, realistically, it obviously should if you're following the the steps. But what we are also saying is that right now I don't have what I need in order to feel a certain way. I don't have what I need to feel happy, proud, confident, worthy, whatever it is. And so what we're also saying is that I'm not going to feel that way unless I get this thing. And so even if we see the result, realistically, we have not changed as a person. We've just ticked some boxes to get a result and the problem with that is that the results don't last because then when we go back to our usual self, all of a sudden we're not doing any of the shit that we just did in the previous 12 weeks and then we're kind of back to square one. At the same time, we place such an importance on every single day that throughout that 12-week program or however many weeks we're, we're referring to here, if I have a bad day, if I, if I don't feel well, if I get injured and I have to miss a day or a week, in my head I feel like I've fucked up, I've failed. All right, I've failed my training plan. I have a day where I overeat. I've failed my diet. I have a week where I didn't get any PBs. I've failed the program. I've got to start again. Or I just feel like a failure. And that sucks. That's shit. It's a poor relationship with training and nutrition. And it's not going to get you anywhere. Instead, what you guys really should be focusing on is looking at, okay, what is this ideal outcome? And this applies to anything, right? This doesn't have to just be in regards to your physical you know, your body composition and how you look. This can be in regards to a relationship. This can be in regards to a materialistic item, a job, um, you know, finances, a holiday, whatever it is. What you need to do is get very clear on the outcome you're trying to achieve. Now, what you are next going to do is look at, okay, if I was already in that position, okay, and so for the person that's super overweight, they can go, okay, if I look at if I was the leanest I'd ever been, I was very healthy, I was the highest version of myself, I was the best version of myself, what does that look like? What would my habits look like? So for someone who's already living that healthy lifestyle, what type of habits do they have? What type of thoughts are they having? What, are, what type of people are they surrounding themselves with? What content are they consuming? What environments are they putting themselves in? What actions are they taking? And we start to look at all of these attributes of that highest version of you. And so when you look at the outcome, you've attached these emotions to it of what it would feel like if it had already happened. You've reverse engineered all the habits, the actions, the thoughts, the people, the environment, everything, right? Our goal is to be that person now. And here's why, because that means we are now on the frequency of that outcome. Now, there's a second part to this, which is difficult, right? And... The reason why it's difficult is because we have to have a very a very good sense of belief that the outcome is happening for us, right? And it's like trust without evidence because at the beginning when you're becoming that person, so you're not doing the things to get the result. You are just being the person. You are you are making sure you align yourself with those habits. You start to surround yourself with people that it makes sense for you to have that outcome, right? You're starting to change your thoughts. You're starting to prioritize you know, your, your recovery, you're, you're someone who drinks water, you identify as someone who does those things, who is that person who would have that result. So it would make sense for you to attract that result. Now you're on the same frequency, right? And 
all of a sudden, every day doesn't need to be perfect, right? If I, if I look at myself as an example, if I have a day where I can't train because I'm really busy at work or I'm unwell or I'm injured, I don't think to myself, oh, fuck, now I've got to start this whole program again. I've failed myself. Uh, you know, I'm not worthy of this result. I'm not going to look the way I want to look in 12 weeks, blah, blah, blah. No, I just go on about my fucking life the next day and go back to normal whenever I can. Focus on what I can control. So the point that I'm trying to make here is instead of doing the things to get the result, ticking the, the things off to get the result, be that person. You have to be the change. You have to embody that version of yourself now. And it's not going to fucking change straight away. Your whole life's not going to look any different straight away. But what is going to happen is that the result is now working its way to you. It's not a matter of if, it's now a matter of when. And once you get the result, there's no other option other than for you to maintain it. Then it becomes, I'm not following an exercise plan, I'm training. Because that's part of who I am and that's what I do and that's what I enjoy. I'm not following a diet, I'm just aligning my nutrition with what I said I wanted to achieve with my body composition. It becomes, oh, the content I consume is actually positive because when I focus on the things I, that make me feel good, I attract more good things. I'm someone who drinks water and hydrates every day. I'm someone who prioritizes sleep, recovery, all the rest of it. I'm someone who surrounds myself with other people who, who are living the life that I want to live. So it would make sense for me to get that result. And so coming all the way back to the nutrition, what I want you guys to, to understand is that our bodies adapt, okay? Coming back to the calorie deficit, the fat loss phase, the, the last thing I wanted to mention here and a little bit of advice for you guys, something that I've learned over the years is that if we're in a calorie deficit of say 500 calories per day and our body starts to adapt, right? Let's say we've been in a deficit for an extended period of time, our calories have gotten quite low, so I might have started at 3,000, I'm now all the way down to 2,000, Right? Here is a hack that I want you guys to try out if you've been in a deficit for an extended period of time in order to continue your fat loss phase, but also to ensure that you don't completely ruin your metabolism, but also you allow yourself the opportunity to retain muscle mass and strength, if not grow and build muscle mass while you continue to lose body fat, okay? And so here's what needs to happen. This only applies to people who have been in a deficit for an extended period of time. Let's say it's been at least 8 to 12 weeks, you've been in this deficit, you're getting to the point where your calories are low, fat loss has kind of stalled a little bit, you're starting to feel like you're, you know, you're losing a bit of mass, you're not as strong, all the rest of it, motivation's dropping off. Now, obviously, this is kind of like, in a way, this is realistically just reverse dieting, right? But I'm giving you the science behind why this is going to be effective for you in order to continue your fat loss phase. Even if you're not ready to go back into a surplus, if you're not finished yet, but, but you want to put yourself in a really good position, what we can do is start to bring our calorie intake up. Okay, doesn't make sense when I say it out loud, but it does make sense, and here's why. If I am in such a large deficit by the time I'm, I'm towards the back end of my fat loss phase and my body has started to adapt, my, my energy balance, my negative energy balance that I've created is not as big as what it once was because now my metabolism slowed down a little bit, my, my uh, maintenance calorie intake is much lower than what it was before, and as I said, my body's just adapted. That's, our bodies are extremely fucking good at adapting. And so by increasing our calorie intake slightly, right? So let's say we're at 2,000 cals and this coming week, I'm going to bring my food up to 21 or 2,200 calories. Now, if I go to 2,100, that's an extra 700 calories over the next seven days. If I go to 2,200, that's an extra 1,400 calories over the next day, uh, seven days. doesn't really matter which one you choose. Let's go with 2,200. So we've increased our intake by 1,400 calories for the week. Now, here's what's going to happen. 
you are going to have more energy because you're consuming more food, okay? You are going to recover and sleep better because you're not as hungry, right? You are not going to be thinking about food all day and consuming yourself with food all day, which is a fucking bonus and a, and a very good thing when it comes to fat loss and not ruining your relationship with food and training and, and, and trying to lose fat. The next thing, from a hormonal standpoint, you're going to start to see improvements because you're no longer putting your body in as much of a shit and vulnerable position as what you were when you're in a deep deficit. But the most important part of this, even though we have increased calories by 1,400 for the week, our energy output is now going to go up. Okay, It's going to go up because we now have more energy to train. We are now fidgeting and stuff more as well. We are are now metabolizing our food um, and our and our fat a lot better than what we were when our calories were lower. And so although we've brought food up, our energy output, our energy expenditure has now increased as well. Okay, and, and the result of that is that the energy balance is the same, if not better than what it was when our calories were lower. Okay, now this is obviously only going to work to a certain extent. We can't just continue to blow calories out day after day after day and expect to continue to lose fat. But there is a, a fine line that we can work our way up to until we're almost back at maintenance. But what you have to realize is that even if you're only 100 calories below your maintenance calorie intake, you are still in a deficit. It's just not as big as what it was before. Okay, so the answer is not always less food, more training. The answer is not just stick it out and fuck it, I need to lose muscle if I want to get in, in the shape that I need to be in, blah, blah, blah. Like there are, there are better ways and this is the experience that I've been able to gain over these years and, and I want to be able to help you with this as well. And so I know today's kind of covered a few different topics, but hopefully what I've shared with you is something that you can implement and use on your own fat loss phase to make the process more enjoyable and of course a lot more successful than what it may be at the moment or may have been in the past. So you can build that relationship with training nutrition and nutrition, sorry, and enjoy the process. It's meant to be enjoyable. Like we, this is a fucking choice. You guys have to realize that it is a choice for you to go and train. It's a choice for you to try and lose fat. And it's a privilege too. You should feel grateful. There should be a large sense of gratitude for the fact that we get to do these things and we have the, the freedom to do, to do it and the ability to do it. Okay. And so that's a thing you need to continually remind yourself of and just remember what I said at the start of this episode. Losing fat, in theory, is not fucking hard. And it do, you don't get an award for being the most disciplined person who follows the shittest approach that no one else would follow because it sounds really cool to talk about with your friends about how hardcore you are. No one gives a fuck. We're doing this for a result. Okay? And so you want to get that result in the, the most effective and efficient way possible. And hopefully today's episode has helped you add some tools to that toolkit. So... I appreciate you tuning in. Um, If you have enjoyed it and taken some value from today, I would absolutely bloody love for you to share this episode with someone. Um, Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Go back through, have a listen to some of the past episodes with our incredible guests or some of the other content that I've covered. Um, And you know what actually really helps the show? And I I would greatly appreciate it if you guys could take literally 30 seconds to do this is to leave a rating and a review on this podcast, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this at the moment. All of those ratings and reviews make a drastic difference to how many people get to listen to this show. And I put a lot of time, effort, money, and care into this podcast. And um, I'll do that forever, you know, no matter what, regardless of whether you guys fucking leave a rating or not. But it would mean a lot to me if you could do that. So I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. And um, I look forward to chatting to you guys again very soon.